Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. You know, fight camp, everybody's always talking about the training and, you know, and stuff like that. But there's a lot more to fight camp than, than just training. You know, you have to go get physicals. You have to go get blood work. You have to get visas during fight camp, right? It's pretty hectic. How much of a hassle is that for you? You know, hassle is not really the right word, but I keep a very full schedule, so it's not that easy for me to, uh, you know, move around and do short notice things like jump in and out of uh, medical appointments. And if things get changed around, I have a tight schedule. I'm running a business. I'm running my gym. I still have to get my training sessions in each day. So, you know, I've done it enough times that you just got to plan appropriately, but there's no doubt it's a little bit stressful. There's always like a little check mark when you get it all done and you know, you don't have to worry anymore, and you're just focusing on uh, on preparing for the fight. So I look forward to having it all done. Yeah, man, fight camps are were pretty hectic. And you mentioned, you know, you have your own gym. It's still kind of brand new. You know, how has it been building that up? It's awesome, man. We're almost at a year. I'm, I'm about a month away from being a year, and it's going really good. Um, for me, I mean, obviously, I want the business to do well, but I feel really awesome. I'm just doing martial arts every day. Um, I'm training. I'm coaching. I'm building our kids program. You can probably hear them in the background. It's just, everything is going great. Uh, and I just love that martial arts is, has become my life. And uh, yeah, I, I still look forward to it every day. Life is good, right? Life is good. Very much. Yes. And uh, I wanted to talk about the Rod Tang seminar fiasco, man. Like that was some wild stuff, right? Like them denying him into the country. They don't know. They could just Google Rod Tang, you know, <laughs> like, you know, the, I, and you know, we never know the whole story. We really don't. Yeah. Like we were dealing with a company that's there, that was their job was to get them here. You know, according to them, they do everything right, and it's somebody else's fault. But it always goes back and forth. So I'm sure it lies somewhere in between. Uh, but yeah, like it was a done deal. He was in the in Canada in the airport, and they they turn him around, but they let you know his his girlfriend come, his coach come, his manager, but they stopped him and turned him around and. It was a miserable uh, experience for him too, because that's a long flight. And then the, he had to stay at the uh, airport for another like 20 hours until there was a flight going back and they just turn him around and put him right on another flight. So uh, I wouldn't expect to see him back in Canada anytime soon. I don't think that was a great experience for him. Obviously it sucks for us. I mean, we, we, we were planning on having him, but uh, he had a pretty bad day too. So yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people were disappointed, you know what I mean? Cause Rod Tang is one of the, you know, one of the guys, you know, out there from Muay Thai and, you know, just just fighters out there, you know, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was going to be a really cool experience. And whenever we do things like we don't do a lot, uh, almost ever when it comes to seminars or things like that. But if it's something big, like as big as it gets when it comes to Muay Thai or MMA or jujitsu, that, that's how we want to do it. So, yeah, we were pretty bummed, but we'll, we'll cook something else up. For sure, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Let's let's turn our attentions to you and your fight career. March 16th. You're returning back to action. You know, your opponent is making his debut. Thoughts on him and, and the skill set? Yeah, it's a great fight. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, he's got a lot of striking uh, accolades, and I think that's going to be where he feels most comfortable. But I'm also comfortable there. And MMA striking is different than some of the Muay Thai kickboxing that he's done. Uh, I got double the fights. This is my fifth fight with the UFC. I mean, including Contender Series, it'll be his second um, I feel like I've got the experience. Uh, I know I got the power uh, on the feet if he really wants to, to stand in exchange. 
and I'm really confident in the grappling. So, I mean, this one was a no-brainer. Jumped off the paper. I knew it'd be exciting, which is, uh, you know, high on my priority list for when I'm picking fights. It's got to be somebody that I, I respect. I know he's going to make weight. I know he's going to show up, and I know he's going to fight hard, and I know I'm getting that out of him. Uh, and then the rest of it, I mean, on paper, I looked at it, my coach looked at it, we're like, you know, th th this fight is uh, tailor-made for us. Let's make the most of it. There you go. And uh, the last time you fought was in November. How were you coming out of that fight physically, mentally? That was a tough loss. One of my toughest losses I, I, I've had. And um, it, it's frustrating. But that's where the experience comes in. I can dust myself off. I can get back in there. Uh, I did things that were were good in the fight that I can still take away positives from. You know, I thought my wrestling was good. I thought I dealt with some uh, some of the challenges that, that uh, Jose had as far as his length, body type. Thought I did a lot of things good, but uh, I didn't have a great night. I had a shitty fight, and I felt shitty walking in there. I felt shitty in between rounds. I just wasn't myself. I didn't have a great fight, and he did, and I ended up giving that one away. So it stings, but um, that's also the game. You know, I can I can dust myself off. I I don't. I've had some losses, but I don't feel like these guys are you know, making it, making me feel like I don't belong in the UFC. I know I belong there. I know I can beat these guys, you know, any given night things can happen. I don't want to take it away from Jose. He won, but man, I just had a shitty fight and it really bugs me. So I'm excited to get back in there and, and do what I do. You know, for, for a fighter, you know I mean? This is not basketball, baseball or soccer. This is fighting and uh, looking in the mirror and, and facing the facts of like, you know, how you perform because some people are very delusional, right? In this game. Delusion can help sometimes, you know, I, I like to think that I lie somewhere in between uh, delusion and reality because uh, not all of either would not be good probably, but you know, I know things that went well, things that went bad and I just want to get back in there and, and make the adjustments. I mean, you're, if you're searching for this perfect performance, it doesn't exist um so i i know that i've had great fights and i still have felt bad about so i've learned that enough through experience that you know you're never going to feel super satisfied with any performance and you're always going to want to grow and get better so uh, i'm not too hard on myself because i know i prepared properly i just didn't have a great fight you know if i uh didn't prepare properly and pre underperformed or quit or whatever you know I, i'd be frustrated but i know i gave it my best and it just didn't work out so uh, I'm okay to just turn it around and get back in there. There you go. And you, know, you you made some changes ahead of that last fight. Are you continuing with the same regimen or did you make more changes? What's the situation? Yeah, I mean, I've got a pretty good balance between, uh, you know, running the gym in the evenings, getting my own training in during the days uh, with specific training partners, specific coaches. Uh, I mean, I'm as good as I've ever been. My, my training, my sparring, uh, my MMA rounds, everything's going better than than it ever has. So I know I'm doing something right. Uh, I just really need to dial in and make sure I'm focused uh, for that fight night to make sure I don't have any lapses where I'm just not fighting like myself. But as far as training, I'm in great shape. Uh, the weight's perfect. I'm hitting hard. I'm grappling well. My wrestling's really on point. Um, I wouldn't change a thing. Like I, I think I'm doing everything the right way. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. And who are you working with for this one? You know, my, my, my pretty standard stable of guys, we got a ton of training partners in, in all martial arts. So I've got lots of high-level uh, BJJ guys. Like today, I was just training with, I have a group of guys we meet up at noon, and it's all black belts, brown belts, killers in BJJ, and that's just what we do. And they're after me every round. Like we did, you know, we did 14 rounds, and it's just every one of them's a killer, and they have their own, um, you know, specialties that I'm always dealing with. 
And then, you know, the day before Tuesday night, we do our big, it's like our more advanced Muay Thai group gets together and we spar and we, we drill. And I've got, you know, a lot of our pros, Nick LeBlanc, Mac Larson, Chris, Hakeem's there. Um, you know, just all our top guys are there. And then, of course, we have our MMA days uh, under head coach Brian, where we have an MMA technique and MMA sparring days. Um, so, I mean, I got tons of pros, tons of bodies to deal with. And I got the best coaches. I've got, you know, high-level wrestlers to wrestle with, high-level jiu-jitsu guys to play jiu-jitsu with, great strikers. And we have a huge MMA team. So, I mean, the training is just, it's easy. Like, I don't have to think hard about it. I literally just go. And there's world-class people just at our fingertips. So Champions Creed is pretty stacked that way and uh, makes life easier. 14 rounds against black belts and brown belts. That does not sound like fun. Because I've, you know, like when I used to grapple, like going against brown belts and black belts is something that I did not. You're a high-level grappler. You're an MMA fighter, so it's a little different. But, I'm, but when you're going against specialists, it does change the things a little bit, right? Yeah, you, you have to improve. I mean, I can't just uh, do what I always do if I... You know, uh, one of the guys today I'm working with is is just really good on the back at control and chokes. So that's what I work on until I get better and better, until I can get out more and more and start to take the advantage of it. So if you're not pushing yourself against those guys, you're just not going to actually get better. You're just going to do what you always do well, and that will be okay. But uh, I, I'm a I'm a martial artist. Like I'm always getting better in between my fights. Um, yeah, and it, it's definitely going to show when I get back in there too. Are you still in the gi? Do you still train in the gi as well? For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I teach a lot in the gi too, so I always stick around and we roll with the guys. And I always get some gi work in. It's a little bit more of an in-between fight camp training for me. Same with like weightlifting. You know, it's more of an in-between fight camps. Fight camp is about conditioning, no gi, wrestling, grappling, and our, and our striking game. So, like, I change it up a little bit. But during camp, I get a little bit more MMA specific. But I'm always pretty open, like – during camp, they'll still be like last week. I did a, we did a, our rolling rounds in the gi just because it's harder. You know, like I'm always just searching for whatever's more difficult or uh, gonna give me challenges. So. For sure, man. And, you know, expectations in this one, you know, you're coming off back to back losses. So people are thinking, oh, you know, they're gonna underestimate you, man. And that's what happens in this game. What is your, what is your thoughts on like what you wanna do in this fight? I'm fighting for my job. It's not, uh, you know, I, I don't uh, delusion myself that way. I, I, it's the last fight on my contract. Coming off a couple losses, even though I thought I felt well, fought exciting. You have to win, uh, and I am not losing again. Like I, I don't plan on going to these fights and, and getting on TV and losing in front of my team and friends and family. Like that's 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 not something that I'm making a habit of. So uh, I really plan on going out there and not just winning. But getting paid, you know, I'm gonna win with a big, uh, a big finish. Get that great new contract. Get a bonus. Like this is, um, this is my big opportunity. So these other fights, uh, they had some ups and downs, but I've got my feet wet. I feel comfortable, and I'm going in there to really uh, not just beat this guy because I know I'm better than him. I know I'll beat him, uh, but I I'm really gonna smash him and, and uh, remind everybody why I'm here. Why you're the monster? The name. That's right. That's right. There you go. There you go. And. Uh... Have you have you had any experiences with the the new testing, drug free sports international? Have they come? Yeah, by? yeah, they they came through last week. Actually, they uh, okay. they they came through while I was doing kids class, and uh, yeah, they came through, and I had to get my first test through with them. So it was all good. Same old thing. I mean, I, I didn't expect it to be much different, but uh, yeah, they're they're around, so it's happening. Nice, nice. Uh, one last question: UFC two ninety nine. 
Bantamweight division, the title's up for grabs. O'Malley versus Cheeto Vera, the rematch. Who has the edge in the rematch, do you think? I think it's O'Malley. Um, you know, his, his confidence, he's been getting a lot better. Not that Cheeto hasn't, um, but uh, I think O'Malley is on a, uh, on a different level right now. He's really peaking. He's really maximizing his style. He uh, has the confidence to go with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think O'Malley's um, – a, a bad matchup for Cheeto stylistically too. So I know he got, he, I know he got that first win um, and not to discredit it, but I think them versus now uh, O'Malley's really stepped it up a lot. So uh, he'd, he'd be the smart pick in my opinion. What do you think of the the durability factor? Cause we've seen Cheeto just go at it with people, right? Just march forward, take shots and to give shots. O'Malley, not so much. Yeah, I mean it matters. It's still a fight. Uh, it's still a fist fight. So uh, things like that definitely have uh, play a factor. And momentum is, uh, you know, a make or break thing in fights too. And it, it's funny, but simply just having durability can be a momentum swing in your favor. I, I've been lucky on to be on that side of it sometimes. So it, it can work. And uh, if Cheeto plays it right, I mean, it, it could definitely work for him too. Yeah, especially if you're you're hitting a guy and he just keeps coming forward, and you're like, "What do, what do I have to do to this guy?" Right? Like, that feeling to... it really is when yeah. you, when you do everything you wanted to do, and the guy doesn't care and keeps coming forward. It's uh, yeah, it, it's hard to deal with. March sixteenth, man, a phenomenal matchup, Chad. UFC Fight Night in Las Vegas. Thank you so much for taking the time. All the best in the upcoming fight, your business, and just life in general, Chad. You're a great guy to talk to. Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it.